for posterity. All right, there we go. Let's, uh, let's pray together and then we'll uh, dive in. Father, thank you for the morning that we have together to learn and to uh, pray and to grow. Pray that you would help us. Help us to do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, all right, so the first thing we're going to do is pray together. We're just going to pray through morning prayer. Um, so the first thing we need to do is find morning prayer in our BCP. That is page 74. I don't have enough bookmarks, but you could. She bookmarked me. I, uh, you might. here for the meeting where we did that? No, we get to for music. Oh, yeah, for the, uh, final on the spot. Yes. So, here, here's some extra papers. Well, I upgraded mine. Oh, did you? Oh, you're, wonderful, wonderful. Nice job. Uh, I did not do, I, I use a different one at home, so. Um, so, sound of paper ripping. Um, so the first thing is just mark the beginning of morning prayer, obviously, on page 74. Um, and typically I will, well, yeah, we'll just mark the beginning there, it's fine. Uh, the second thing to do is to find the lectionary, to find our texts that we're going to be reading today. And so that's way at the back, if you remember. Um, and I'll give you a hint. Uh, it's page 964. Is the seventh week of Easter, which is what we're in, which means that Pentecost is next Sunday. So, if you go to week seven of Easter, you see at the top there it says Sunday. The first set of Psalms is the morning prayer Psalms, 66 and 67. If it says 66 and 67, you're in the right spot. So, I'm going to just put this up here so we don't have to do too much flipping, just to make a note. Okay, those are our Psalms for the morning. And then we're going to read the Old Testament passage and the Gospel passage. So it's Ezekiel 3, 16 through 27. And Ezekiel 3, 16 through 27. And it's going to be Matthew 10, 24 to 33. 10, 24 through 33. And then 40 through 42. All right. Um, that is typically prayed at evening prayer. Oh, okay. So, but you can pray if if you're only doing morning prayer daily, you can just pray all three um, scriptures if you want to um, pray through them. So, I like how better than evening prayers. Don't tell the picture. <laughs> two minutes, two times, quite ten Yeah, grab grab one of those sheets, Ruth. And uh, if you need a, do you need a BCP? You've got one. Great. Uh, we're just marking uh, the spots that we need to mark for morning prayer. Um, all right, so the Psalms, as again, um, you may want to put a bookmark in the Psalm passages, because remember, the Book of Common Prayer has Psalms in it, and so we'll read them, and they're, they're set to be read responsibly. So it's page 673, but you can put a bookmark on Psalm, 70, or Psalm 66. Just mark those Psalms for the morning. And then, everybody got that? Bookmark in Psalm 66. Ruth, you're, uh, you're going to have to catch up, but uh, I have full confidence in you. <laughs> uh, and then the final part we're going to need to mark is the collect of the day, which is 226. 
This should all be in your notes as well, by the way, if you need to, if I'm going too fast. So 226, again, remember each Sunday, each week of the liturgical year has a collect associated with it, and oftentimes there are feasts and such with collects associated with it. And so we are on the seventh Sunday of Easter, the Sunday after Ascension Day, which is also sometimes called Ascension Sunday because those are often the texts that we read, which we're going to do today um, in worship. So those are the bookmarks. Beginning of morning prayer. Once you, once you write down kind of the lectionary, you don't really need to mark that. So we've written it down up here. Uh, those are our lessons. The collect, since that's the thing that we read here, so I just marked this, Easter 7. We'll also read the collect for Sundays, okay, when we get to that point. Um, I'm also going to put here what our options are going to be today as we pray through, okay? So opening sentence of scripture, I'll just pick one of those and read it. Oh, um, and I'll let you know. Uh, we'll do one of the Easter ones, though. We'll do, I'll tell you which one we're going to do. We're going to do Alleluia. The one that starts Alleluia. Christ is risen. That's a great opening sentence for Sunday. We'll do our confession of sin. Remember, our invitatory psalm has three options. Since we're in the season of Easter, we're going to do the Paschalostum, also called, um, uh, what's it called? Christ in our Passover. Um, so we'll do that one instead of the Venite or the Jubilate. Um, this one is like for the Easter season only, so I like to do it more while we're in Easter. Take advantage, because it's wonderful. It's just three scriptures about the resurrection, but it creates a nice song about the resurrection. Okay? And then we'll go into our psalm readings, 66, 67. Um, I, I'll lead up until here. Does anyone want to lead Psalm 66? Which just means that you will read. So I'll show you here. Turn to page, turn to Psalm 66, wherever you have that. Um, so you'll notice there's two different ways to break up the psalm. One is by verse. So you'll notice verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, right? So sometimes you can read it responsibly by whole verse, it's called. And so one, the leader will read the whole of Psalm, or the whole of verse 1, and then the, everybody responds with verse 2. Or you can read it responsibly by half verse, which the little asterisk, that's where you break. So the leader would read, be joyful in God all you lands, and the response is, sing the glory of his name. I tend to prefer half verse, just, I don't know, because it's more, more movement, more, a little bit more dynamic. That's what so. I usually do on Sundays, too. Yeah, if yeah. John hasn't read this, that's all. Yep. Does anybody want to lead Psalm 66? I'm happy to. Okay, Mallory. And then how about Psalm 67? All right. There we go. And then after, don't forget, after the Psalms, we, we so you'll see this in the, in the BCP when you flip back to morning prayer, but after the Psalms, you, uh, the, you do the Gloria. Glory to the Father, and, or the, that's actually the Gloria Patri. So the glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. So, and then we go into our lessons, okay? Um, does anybody want to read Ezekiel 3, 16 through 27? Sure. Don Wismer. And then Matthew 10, 24 through 33, 40 through 42. What's that? This is not in the BCP. You will need to look this up in your Bible, yes. That's okay, Ruth. That's, right. That's fine. I'll, I'll read the gospel. Uh, passage. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. 
Uh, no, Matthew 10. Yeah, it's 24 through 33, and then you skip to verse 40 and read 40 through 42. So you do have that, Ruth? Is that okay? Okay, great. All right, very good. So those are our options, and we'll, I'll lead the Apostles' Creed, uh, and then I'll begin us leading in prayer through the Lord's Prayer. The suffrages is next. When I said there were two options, those options are A and B. We're going to do suffrages A. And then we do the collects. Um, would anyone like to read the collect for the seventh Sunday of Easter? Maybe I'll just go around and start assigning these just like we did before. So Mallory, do you want to read the seventh Sunday of Easter? Um, yes. Okay. Yes, all kinds of bookmarks. All right. And then the collect for the day of the week. There's a collect for Sundays in the BCP. Anybody, you want to do that one, Amy? Yeah. We just go around the whole here. I think that's right. I'll show you. It'll be obvious. So we'll flip to the collect of the day, and then we'll flip back to morning prayer. So you're always going to want to mark where you're at in morning prayer. Right. And so, because you're going to be flipping back to, now we progress through the liturgy, right? And so there'll be... Um, Yes, yeah, the morning prayer section is, uh, that, those are listed there and not elsewhere. Uh, and then, Don, do you want to pray the prayer for mission? Um, there's three options here. Uh, normally on Sundays, I pray the one that starts Almighty. I think it's Almighty God or Almighty and Everlasting God. Um, this will be in morning prayer. You'll see it. It's Almighty and Everlasting it's the first one. It's called Then Then is added one of the prayers for mission. Well here, if you here, I'll, I'll show you where it's at. So turn to page, turn to turn to morning prayer, just so you guys know where we're gonna be here. So and then flip through. Oh, we've got to talk about the canticles too. There's a lot to get ready to go here. Alright. So uh, go to so, Amy, your prayer is going to be on page 99. And so we'll pray the suffrages. We'll pray the collect of the day, which is Mallory. And then you'll pray this, the collect for Sundays. Oh, sorry, that's on page 98. The collect for Sundays. You see it there? And then that's, so then it says, like, so we're just going to pray the collect of the day. That's Mallory. And then we're going to pray the collect for Sundays. That's you. And the rest of those prayers are collects that are optional for other days of the week. So we'll flip to page 100 where it says then unless the Eucharist or a form of general intercession is to follow one of these prayers for mission is added that's you Don and just add that first one that starts almighty and everlasting God so you'll pray that right after Amy prays and then again it says one of these prayers so this is like this or this or this so then we'll skip to the to the end after that okay um, and then we'll do Typically, we have a spot for thanksgivings and intercessions. So, and sometimes I'll do some contemplative prayer here if I'm by myself. So we'll just we'll have some time of silence here. And if you have anything you want to pray through, just offer it up at that point. And then um, the closing prayer and grace, um, I'll leave that for us. And the grace we'll use, again, there's three options. If you turn to page 102, you'll see at the bottom there, it says, the officiant may then conclude with one of the following. And I will pray the one that starts the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oops. 
Okay. I know it feels like a lot, but we're gonna. The reason we have to just go through it is like eventually you're like, oh, okay, well, I get it. I get how this works now. Okay. But it is a lot to get ready for. The only other thing we have to get ready for that I just realized is that traditionally after each scripture reading or lesson, there is a canticle, which is a, just a song from scripture, is a canticle. And those canticles are in morning prayer. Um, they are right after uh, they start. They start on page, right after it says like the lesson. Where is that? Page 85, thank you. Page 85 says the lessons, but then there's the instructions say, silence may be kept after each reading. One of the following canticles, or one of those other canticles, is sung or said after each reading. Okay? So we'll, we'll sing two canticles after those readings. And it starts with canticle 8. 1 through 7 are in right 1, the traditional language version. So the, the next part of the BCP is just all the canticles you could say. Okay? It goes all the way up to 21, I think. So we'll go through this slowly so that uh, I'll show you what, what we're doing here. But traditionally, the, the 20, Canticle 21 is often read on Sundays. It's kind of seen to be a kind of a proclamational uh, canticle. So let's read after Ezekiel 3, we'll read Canticle 21. Okay? Can you guys tell that that's supposed to be 21? I put a number sign on it. That's silly. Hi guys. Come on, come on over. We're gonna pray all together, so okay, you can. There's room for you. Uh, so Canticle 21. And then I'll, I can lead the canticles if those of you reading scripture don't don't want to do that. But we'll do the, we'll do that the same way. Um, some of the canticles you'll see little asterisks and you read them responsibly, and some of them we read together. Okay? So we'll read 21, but that one's, that's one that we read together. And then after the gospel reading, the other traditional thing to do is the song of Zechariah is called the gospel canticle. And so that's canticle 16. And we'll read that after the gospel reading. Okay? Whew. All right. I think we got our options up here, friends. I'll try, to, I'll try to lead you guys through it so, so that you know where we're at, okay? Are you so, that 16? 16, we will read responsibly, yes, by half verse. Okay? You, and you'll see the asterisks there. That means um, you break, instead of, a whole, like instead, of resp- instead of me reading verse 1, you read verse 2, I read verse 3. Mm-hmm. I will read half of the first verse. And then wherever there's an asterisk, I stop reading, and then you pick it up from there. And you read the next line, and then I'll read the line after that. There are a couple lines where you'll notice that you, you read two lines, like right at the, I'll show you, but it's right at the bottom of page 92. Um, but you, you should be able to pick it up. Any line, the other thing that's, any line that's indented is typically the response to the line that is above it. All right? So I've, I've already marked, you've got tons of markings in there. We've basically looked at the lectionary for, for the day. We've picked some options here, so suffrages are A, you know, um, the Easter 7 is the collect, we're going to do Canticle 21 after the Old Testament reading, Canticle 16 after the Gospel reading, the Psalms, uh, and then, you know, we've picked our prayer for mission, and there's various assignments that people have to do some of those things, okay? 
All right. You guys ready to go? We'll go through slowly and we'll pause if we need to. Um, God won't get mad if we do that during morning prayer. All right. Um, all right. You guys ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. So we're going to start on page 77. The opening sentence of scripture, you'll see there's several of their of them that say Easter season. And I'm going to read the first one, which is actually a responsive opening sentence of scripture. You see there it says, Alleluia, Christ is risen. You'll respond. Okay. All right. Also, let's stand to pray. That is the traditional posture of prayer. We can sit for the scripture readings, but any time that we're praying, we'll stand. All right. Let us begin. Alleluia. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. All right. We'll flip over to the confession of sin. Seventy nine. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Yes. Would you teach us how to pray when we don't have a priest to absolve Yes. Yeah, you just, uh, you just substitute us and, uh, for you and our for your. Anybody want to give that a try? Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through Jesus Christ our Lord. Strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Keep us in eternal life. Amen. That's it. All right. Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father. And to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. And then we will skip all of those. Um, uh, those are antiphons. And you pray those if you're going to do the Venite or the Jubilate, but we're going to do Christ our Passover. So we're skipping over the Venite and the Jubilate, and now we're going to pray from page 83, Christ our Passover. And let's pray this responsively by half first. Alleluia. Christ our Passover has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil. But with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Alleluia. Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So also consider yourselves dead to sin. And alive to God in Jesus Jesus Christ Christ, our Lord. Alleluia. Christ has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by a man came death, by a man also. 
right, let's try that again. For since by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. Nailed it. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Alleluia. Now we flip the page and it says the Psalms, for the Psalms appointed. And we can, uh, we can sit for these. So, we have to flip over to Psalm 66 to pray this one together. Who's leading this one? Is it you now? Okay. All right. I'm going to respond by half verse. Page 673. Be joyful in God, all you lands. Sing the glory of his name. Sing the glory of his praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Because of your great strength, your enemies cringe before you. All the earth bows down before you. Sings to you, sings out your name. Come now and see the works of God. How How wonderful he is in doing toward all people. He turned the sea into dry land so that they went through the water on foot. And there we rejoice in him. In his might he rules forever. His eyes keep watch over the nations. Let no rebel rise against him. Bless our God, you peoples. Make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holds our souls in life and will not allow our feet to slip. For you, O God, have proved us. You have tried us just as silver is tried. You brought us into the snare. You laid heavy burdens upon our backs. You let enemies ride over our heads. We went through fire and water. But you brought us out into a place of refreshment. I will enter your house with burnt offerings and will pay you my vows. Which I promised with my lips and spoke with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer you sacrifices of fat beasts with the smoke of rams. I will give you oxen and goats. Come and listen, all you who fear God. And I will tell you what he has done for me. I called out to him with my mouth and his praise. And his his praise was on my tongue. If I have found evil in my heart, the Lord would not have heard me. But in truth, God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who has not rejected my prayer. Nor withheld his love from me. And you can just go right into the next song, yep. Show us the light of his countenance and come to us. Let your ways be known upon earth. Your saving health among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and guide all the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has brought forth her May God, our own God, give us his blessing. May God give us his blessing. And may all the ends of the earth stand in awe of him. Now, because that's the last psalm that we'll pray, we flip back to where we were in morning prayer. Which is page 84. And you'll notice that at the end of the psalms is sung or said. We'll say this together. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
Now we'll read our passage from the Old Testament from Ezekiel. I need to say this first. Yeah, a reading, a reading from Ezekiel. Reading from Ezekiel chapter 3. Yeah. Thanks be to God. Let's just take a moment uh, in silence, and then I'll lead us in Canticle 21. Canticle 21 on page 95. We will say this together. You are God. We praise you. You are the Lord. We acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and God. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. 
you overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. And now we'll just go on to the gospel reading. with the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Again, a moment of silence. And on page 92. Canticle 16, the Song of Zechariah. We'll read this responsively by half verse. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior. Born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old. Sorry, that's me. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies. From the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers. And to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham. 
Free to worship him without fear. Holy and righteous is his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way. To give his people knowledge of salvation. By the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God. Until dawn from on high shall break the cross. To shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death. And to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let's stand together. And you can flip through uh, to the end of the canticles on page 96, where we will say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. So just a note, we'll pause here. We've done the word section of morning prayer. So a big part of morning prayer is just hearing the word. Um, so we've read the Psalms, we read from the Old Testament, we heard from the New Testament, and then proclaimed our faith together as a way of responding to that. We say, I believe all of this uh, stuff that I've heard. Okay. And so now we turn to prayer. Um, it's, even though you know, the canticles are forms of prayer, you know, that kind of thing, this, now we turn proper to, we're going to begin with the Lord's Prayer. These are all very specifically prayers. Um, and this is a response to the Word as well, to say we've heard from God and now we present our petitions to God. Okay? All right. That's why there's a little break in here where the officiant says, The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. We'll pray the Lord's Prayer on the right-hand side of the modern language. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Remember, we'll do suffrages A. And then the V and the R, that just stands for versicle and response. It's the same kind of thing. I'll say the first part, you say the second. You say the R's, okay? And again, the suffrages are, um, these specific suffrages are taken from Scripture, essentially. You read through the Psalms and you'll find these little phrases uh, sewn throughout Scripture. Show us your mercy, O Lord. And grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. For only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care. And guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth. Your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God. And sustain us with your Holy Spirit. So we didn't, we're not doing B, we're just doing A. Because it, it says one of the following. Yeah? So we'll skip over B. 
And now it's time for the Collect of the Day that Amy is going to read for us. The Collect, the seventh oh, Sunday of Easter, <laughs> the sorry. Sunday after Ascension Day on page 226. O God, the King of glory, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. Do not leave us comfortless, but send us your Holy Spirit to strengthen us and exalt us to that place where our Savior Christ has gone before, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Amen. Um, that's, that's the collect of the day. Um, that's page 226, right there. So every, yeah, every week there's a, there's a different collect. You see it there, seventh Sunday of Easter? Yep. So. And that just progresses through the year. Uh, okay, and then um, again, uh, we can read one of the one of the next uh, six prayers that are listed here. And since there is one that's called Collect for Sundays, uh, Amy's going to lead us in that prayer. Oh God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your Son, our Lord. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you that the week to come may be spent in your favor. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Again, we're only doing one of those, so we can turn the page. And then it says, then, unless the Eucharist is, you know, unless all this other stuff is happening, it's not happening for us, one of these prayers for mission is added. And so, Don, you can pray the, the prayer that starts Almighty and Everlasting God on page 100. The first one there? Yep. Almighty and Everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified. Receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they will truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. That was the one prayer that we're going to pray from those three. And so now, uh, if you have any uh, thanksgivings or intercessions that you would like to offer, you are free to do so now. We pray for John as he prepares to play the news. Hear our prayer. Father, I thank you for um, my friend Shana, and um, mm -hmm. thank you for how you've worked through her um, the lives of many children, mm -hmm. and thank you for the work that that school has done many years. Just ask you to be with those children as they um, and the teachers as they move in different directions that. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Let's pray for a good time at our potluck this afternoon. Thank you for the hospitality, the caps, and um, yeah, pray for a good time of connection for our church. Lord, in your mercy. We will pray the general thanksgiving together on page 101. This is one of my favorite prayers in the VCP, by the way. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. 
but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Normally in morning prayer, I just pray that one. I don't pray the prayer of St. John uh, Chrysostom. So, let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. That's it. You did it. Morning prayer. Can I have a seat? Just had church. Just had church. Well, you had morning prayer. So. <laughs> we haven't had the Eucharist yet, so. Um, what, uh, any, any questions or reflections or observations from kind of walking through that together? It's confusing having to flip around. To flip around? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not supposed to do this one. Yep. Yes. Yes, it takes a few reps uh, to sort of figure out. Um, I, no- I notice when I pray morning prayer, and I, I still use, you know, a book to pray morning prayer, but I notice it, it takes a little while to figure out where you need to mark, you know, where, where you're going next, you know, what the different options are, all of that kind of thing, so. Do you feel like you lose the flow in that at all? Uh, you, you can. Get to it and then you gotta find... Yeah, yeah, you can, which, which, is, which is, but eventually you, eventually you do figure it out where it does flow very well because you know exactly like which bookmark you're turning to next and where to mark do you go through yeah. and pre-mark it all? Yeah, yeah. I pre-mark it. There's some, sometimes, like I, I pray this canticle, canticle 16 after the gospel passage every day. And so some of it I have memorized. And it, it, this is natural. We all do this as well. You pray it enough, it's like, oh, I got this. You know, the general thanksgiving is memorized. And a lot of the prayers, um, I can, you know, I can just, I don't need to actually flip to the, that place in the book. But initially I did. And it becomes, you know, it becomes easier to feel like you're flowing through it. The other option, and I will, I will just say this, this is helpful. I, I like learning the nerdy stuff about how to work it, you know, and so I like that. But that Venite app is, it does, it does that job for you. Basically, like, it, it makes the selections for you. And so if you're happy with just having things selected... Just the Venite app is a great is a great resource because it just it plugs it in so you can just pray, just scroll and pray. Do you make the selections ahead of time? Uh, you can if you want if you want to make the selections ahead of time, but a lot of them are made for you. They're just I think there's some suggested or or they just rotate through. So these three last prayers for mission is just you know every day. It's just Sunday is this one, Monday is the next one, Tuesday is the next one, Thursday Wednesday is the next one. You know the so I think that's kind of how they do it. So, but there, there are, guessing. what's that? Did I miss something? Like, I did this once on my own and I was like, yeah. you forget something? Right, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's easy to forget, it's easy to forget things. I, I remember when I first started doing it, I like, I kept forgetting that you pray a canticle after the scriptures and, you know, things like that. So, anyway, yeah, it takes, it takes a bit. Go ahead. Did you choose the canticles today? I can't remember. I did, yeah. I, I just choose them, so... But there are, um, 
there are different pe- people put together like uses of the Book of Common Prayer. And the one that I read a while back has on Sundays, you pray Canticle 21 in response to the Old Testament reading. And then uh, you always pray Canticle 16 in response to the gospel. So that's one of the uses. It's not like required that you do that, but um, that's what I've ended up doing. Um, and then, so yeah, so for morning prayer then, there's only one choice to make, which is which one are you going to do for the Old Testament if you decide to do 16 for the gospel. Um, and so you can just pick one that's appropriate. Some of them are like, you know, this one's appropriate for Lent and this one's appropriate for Easter and that kind of thing. And so you can do that. Sometimes, you know, if the passage is a bit, you know, like a judgment passage, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll not want to read like, I don't know, a celebration canticle. I want to read a confession canticle or something like that. So eventually you kind of get the feel for what the different songs do and how they can maybe respond to the scripture that you've just read. So, yeah. I'm curious to know, uh, given that it was like a four-week class, why morning prayer over, say, noonday prayer or evening? Yeah. Um, I, I think there's something, there's something a bit more, at least in my mind, a bit more fundamental about morning prayer. Um, it tends to be if you're only going to pray once in the day, morning prayer tends to be the, the one that, that people pray uh, because it does take you through the Psalms. It takes you through the scriptures, you know, a bit, even though there are. And so those three scriptures that, that you have, um, if you pray morning and evening prayer, you can split them up. But if you only pray morning prayer, you can pray all three of those scriptures. Um, obviously, you'll, you'll lose some of the Psalms if you don't pray evening prayer. But that, that feels to me like a bit more foundational and fundamental. But I would encourage you to check out the other forms of prayer. Evening prayer is similar to morning prayer in, in structure. There's fewer options. It's a little easier to work through. But then midday prayer and Compline, which is like bedtime prayer, are very much more like it's all, it's all included in the, as you flip through it. So there's less, I don't think there's any flipping that you do for, for those two forms of prayer. And so those might be fun to check out as well. I know a lot of people like to just pray Compline. Compline's like a 10-minute, maybe five-minute prayer that you can pray just right before bed, just by yourself or with your spouse. Yeah, Mel likes to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's also, I wrote some of these on the sheet as well, but the daily devotions for families and individuals is, uh, on page 136, is like a really simple form um, that you can do with your kids. Um, you know, around the breakfast table or dinner table, kind of whenever you happen to gather. Um, but that's a nice way of kind of taking the structure, the basic structure of morning prayer and making it a little bit more friendly for um, families to be able to do, you know, kids with shorter attention spans, that kind of thing. Um, so those are, those are some fun uh, options. I mean, <clears throat> what, what Cranmer did in creating daily prayer was basically take uh, the monastic life of prayer, which they prayed seven times a day. And he tried to make it simple, simpler, four times a day, and then just more uh, easily uh, accomplished by people who were not monastics, you know, were not monks. Uh, people who had normal jobs and, you know, had to go to work and that kind of thing. And he tried to make it, like, sensible to say, this is our, you know, it's a simple prayer that we can, and we pray, and it was meant to be prayed together. Um, and so that's part of the, you know, like we, we can't really do that every 
um, every day, you know, as a community. It's like we can ring the church bell and everybody just walks to morning prayer. Um, and so, we, you know, it's fine to do it kind of by yourself. But anyway, one of, the, one of the revolutions of the Book of Common Prayer was that it made the prayer less individualistic, less sort of arcane, like mysterious and individualistic, and more like it was, this is our common prayer. We're going to do this together. And so that's kind of what it's, it's meant to do. So. If you ever want to pray um, through this with the people, the Christ Church Cathedral in the circle always has uh, morning prayer, noonday Eucharist, and Yeah, that's a good thought. Um, a couple other resources. Um, I think I've listed these here for you, but St. Augustine's Prayer Book is a tiny little... I, I wish I would remember to bring it. I could show you what it looks like, but it's a tiny little prayer book that is, um, it's meant to be a supplement or a complement to the Book of Common Prayer and more focused on like individual devotion. And so there's a morning litany in there, for example, that I really like. Um, and so I'll often include prayers from that prayer book like during this time. Just like add your own whatever you want, you know, here, whatever you feel like is on your heart. There's a morning litany. There's a prayer for parents that I included in an earlier week, all that kind of stuff. That's, that's worth checking out. Um, and then also, the other thing that might be worth checking out is this. It's called Daily Off- Readings for the Daily Office from the Early Church. It's got by a guy named J. Robert Wright. And he has just a short reading from one of the church fathers for every day of morning prayer. So, you know, this is week, week of seven Easter um, Sunday, today's reading. And you can just see, it's just like a page. Um, and this is from a reading from a homily from Gregory, Bishop of Nyssa. That's Leah's homework. Um, he's one of the Cappadocian fathers. You can talk to Leah. But I, I like. No, I've found reading the, the church fathers has been really interesting. Uh, just to sort of hear how they talk about God, to see how to, how they conceived of the Christian life. It's very different from. If you grew up in like an evangelical world, it's very different, and I, th- I find it very compelling. And I'll usually read that right before I read the Apostles' Creed. So it's like a little sermon almost, you know, for, for me every every day. So anyway, that's worth checking out if you'd like. Um, and again, it's just one one little reading for every day of the church here. So can we hear it today? What's that? Can we hear it? Oh, I don't know if we have time, uh, but it is, it's from his. Uh, it's a sermon on the uh, the Song of Songs. And so he talks about how um, our, uh, one, day, one day our unity will be uh, complete, um, even though it's not now. And then we'll be, he's using allegory to talk about, um, I can't remember the phrase from the Psalms, but my, my lovely one or something like that. The church will become the, the lovely one or something like that. So it's a, it's a lovely little passage when, when love finally overcomes all of our fear and all that kind of thing. So anyway, it's great. He's, he's my homeboy, too. I really like, really like the Cappadocian Fathers. So. All right. What time is it, folks? 10 o'clock. What's that? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. All right. Well, um, those are some resources. Um, I, may, I may send this out um, rather than teaching through it, but I did want to offer a final thought on prayer as participation, but I'll just send that out to you guys as a, as a little contemplation because I, I do think... Um, you know, there's the technical aspects of figuring out how the morning prayer works, which can oftentimes lead us, uh, it can be frustrating because we don't feel like we're praying. We feel like we're like, just like figuring out a technology, right? Um, but I, I will encourage you, if you do want to commit to this, like 
it does get easier. You, you, you do figure it out. And eventually you are able to pray along these lines. And I, and I do think that having a liturgy does help to channel our life in God into something that doesn't rely on my own creativity, doesn't rely on my own wits, doesn't rely on me, like having to think up something to pray. But I can just pray these words and submit myself to these words and allow myself to be taken into, um, into reality, into God's presence through these words. Um, and I, I, I just think it's, a, it's, it's really helpful. And, uh, and I, I will just say it helps me to grow more awake and to participate more actively and deeply in the life that God shares with us. And so that's ultimately for me, that's what prayer is about. And I think, you know, it's, it's what prayer is about for each of us is to um, not just get our needs met. I mean, that's, that's what Jesus tells us to go ahead and pray. Pray for what you need, right? The prayer is petition is important. Uh, but then there's also like sanctification and surrender that happens. Ultimately, both of those things working together, I think, uh, end up with that lovely word participation. That we pray as a way of opening ourselves up to participating in this life that is real, that, is con- that we are connected, you know. Um, some of the things that I've been saying lately, you know, on GroupMe and uh, other places about, especially about the Ascension, this is appropriate for Ascension Sunday, that we are here on earth, but we are also in heaven. Like, it's actually, we are actually in heaven with Christ, and Christ is in heaven, but Christ is actually with us as well. And so there's this quantum entanglement, really, that uh, takes place um, in our life in Christ. And prayer is our way of waking up to that reality that we are connected to each other and to God. So, blessings on your prayer lives, people. Thanks for participating in this class. Amen. Amen. Final question. Is quantum entanglement now your new favorite word? Penultimate. Penultimate? Oh, yeah, that's good. I haven't thought about that. I uh, I do love thinking about quantum entanglement, so...